You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Welcome back to Original Remake. As you can hear, my disdain for even kicking <laughs> off this episode show? proper. <laughs> I'll always know what you did last summer. Um, the third installment, second sequel, straight to DVD or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Um, I'm Peter, and I'm sorry you are joining me for this. Oh, wow. Uh, so I have the Wikipedia app. I, knew no- I didn't even know this thing existed. Uh, until I did. we started this, oh, you did. You were. So have I, you seen this before? I had not seen this before. I saw the. Um, I this was. Uh, I was still. Free. I would say. I would say. I was still frequenting Blockbuster at this point, and uh, I did see this in. You know the. Um, did you Did you work at Blockbuster? I I forget. No, nope, you, you worked at an, another movie infinite. store, right? Yep, just like a mom and pop. It was just its okay. own, its own thing. Peter, I was a cool kid. I, I would imagine you guys also had like so so when you're um building the wall, right? Every rental place has the wall for, right. for your new releases. There's always a row on certain um walls where you would only get like the one cover box and maybe three copies, right? And so so there's that one specific row. This was one of those. You know, we didn't have a two or three row for I'll always know what you did last time. Mm-hmm. We had the yeah. one where it had the one cover box shared with other movies. Probably The Room from 2003 might have been one of those. I don't I don't fucking know. This movie sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. It does suck. Um so I I just I'm not speaking from uh, any uh, level of expertise. That's why I said I didn't know this existed. So I, I have the same tab that you have presumably open Peter the Wikipedia I have IMDb on my iPad here. Um and just the last sentence on the uh, the the first paragraph on this in Wikipedia, that while this was released on DVD August fifteenth two thousand six, it did gross in excess of twenty million dollars. So successful you, straight video now. launch. You, you're forgetting that shortly after that it says citation needed. <laughs> so we don't even know. <laughs> so are you accusing the uh, director here, uh, Sylvain White, or one of the producers? Of uh, putting that on there with the no citation? No, and you know what? Um, I'm going to – I'll say this. I'm not going to blame the director for this movie. Uh, he actually went on to do some real movies, like not movies just this and TV. junk here. So, so here's the thing. The, the little bit that I did look up um, this piece of garbage here is that he was a last-second replacement in like the last two weeks of production, but Ooh, b- before the start of production. As a recipe for a disaster there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, the it, losers. It's not, uh, it's not even his vision, you know? So um, I did not see the losers, uh, but I know it was based on a comic, a book. Yeah. comic book series and, you know, had Zoe Saldana, Chris Evans, uh, Idris Elba, Jeffrey D. Morgan. So was that yeah, 2012? I, mean, I, I did see that. Uh, and I don't remember disliking it, but I've never gone back to watch it. And I know there's fans of it. Certainly have dislike for this movie though, which okay, it looks cheap. It looks it looks really it, it it's, you know yeah. Oh my god! It, it came out almost almost a decade after uh, the original, and it 
you know, it, it almost looks proudly straight to DVD. So it kind of makes sense. You're talking about that he's brought on like two weeks before like their shooting starts. Um, I was telling my wife and it, it made me sound smarter slash nerdier than what I, I guess actually am, even though I am a nerd. It looks like there's no coverage for a lot of these kills because the, the style sets the tone, I guess, to make up for what they couldn't get in production. Like, hmm. and I only say that, like, I mean, I would have liked this <laughs> probably at any point in my life. Uh, but it's glaringly obvious the difference between this and the first film that we covered this month. I know what you did last summer. Like I talked about how much I really like this Sarah Michelle Geller uh, chase kill sequence, which is, you know, it, it goes over uh, many locations, uh, feels natural, like it feels tense. Um, this, whenever there's a kill, they can't wait to like do this sort of jarring, shaky cam cut or like repeated images. And all I could think was, wow, they just didn't, none of it looked that great. So they're just trying to disguise the fact that they didn't, they just didn't have the goods when it came to the kills here. They didn't have any goods. Um, and you, you know, Here's something that hanging curve right over the plate for Peter right there. I have a theory that because movie podcasts, there's so many of them and there's so many movies that are covered. I feel some actors actually go in and, you know, find something that they've been a part of, especially the bad ones, just to see what people, you know, think. So if any of those actors or people involved in this movie are checking it out, I don't, I don't blame any of these people. The, the the fact that the director was a last minute replacement two weeks prior to production, um, I feel that a lot of the shooting was first takes. All right, that was good. Let's move it along. You know, there was no like, okay, uh, let's, um, hey you, let's 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 try it this way. There was actually no directing. There might have been some pressure to hurry up and get this done, since now they're behind. Again, the last minute replacement, whose vision what, what was this? You know, how long did this Mr. Sylvain uh, White here take to look over the material? Uh, you know, it could have easily been something that they were kind of like just going, doing off the cuff and, and day by day. Um, Mike, the, the, the jarring imagery of the kills that you mentioned, I felt like they were distracting to me when when the the killer is revealed i felt that was maybe maybe the clue to what the killer is because of the way it is shot right a little bit more supernaturally uh so that's that's kind of what it was to me so we'll go ahead and talk about the killer now it it's the fisherman from it's ben from the first two movies yeah i had a big issue with that because so uh, did I. I'll, I'll say one one nice thing about the movie okay i didn't like the way it looked um, I didn't like the way it was executed, which, as you've explained, you know, there's a lot of issues with even like getting this thing up and running. So obviously that kind of explains the execution. I didn't mind and was kind of intrigued by, well, first off, how are they going to continue this to a third one? Like, and we'll get to the proper sequel with our last episode and our, our repeat segment where I guess they do leave it open for the possibility of yet another sequel. And I did read, I'm sure you did as well, that they kind of kicked around the idea of doing a, a proper trilogy with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. But script or whatever reasons, they just couldn't nail it or the actors weren't interested uh, in what was being offered just didn't happen. So if you're going to go a different direction, I actually didn't mind that this version is characters kind of like in urban legend 
where it's like it's set in a totally different state, set in Colorado, and the original films in North Carolina, and they just like kind of heard about this thing that happened, or you know that maybe they don't even know where it originates from, but the the fisherman guy is like a good like little Halloween story. Uh, in this case, the celebrated holiday is Fourth of July, which is kind of weird to to be freaking people out on Fourth of July. It, it is, but that's that's the the whole thing. It's always Fourth of July. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was set up by the uh, you know the the very obsessive podstalgic fan, uh, the original fisherman uh, in the in the first film. So these kids set up a prank at this you know county fair wherever the hell they are and they've got it all um i mean they don't reveal initially to the viewers it's a prank although i think you quickly hope that there's something else to this because otherwise it makes no sense that just (laughs) in this fair uh the fisherman the hook just starts randomly chasing these kids around uh and it's a prank gone gone wrong um not a lot of thought into their their big climax there, where one of the participants is going to skate off. Uh, this was this uh, parking garage or something like it's just a very high the roof of area. something. Yeah, uh, like I, I didn't really understand. Like you know, going back to the execution, I didn't really understand where we were a lot of times or the uh, the the distance between the characters and the killers when they're being chased or or the the sets that they're on. Um, but whatever it is, they 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 convince the townspeople look up there and there's the the killer and uh, this guy's on a skateboard and he skates away and uh, everyone cheers until they later find that he skated uh, to his death because someone had moved the like airbags that they had set up to pull off this prank and it just so happens this kid's father is law in law enforcement mm-hmm. and so there's a threat on why these kids much like the first film, should cover this up. Uh, actually, I think they have even more of a reason to cover it up than the kids in the first film. Yeah, I That's would just say a total so. accident. This yeah. is something that they premeditated and they fucked it up enough to kill one of their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, all of that was weird. The, the problem is because these are like brand new characters, we jump right into it and they do not establish who is who and what relations do certain characters have with one another. When the guy uh, skateboards off into his death... Like, I had to guess, oh, I guess the sheriff is his dad, you know, because there's some, like, throwaway lines in there that try to uh, tell you that. But it's a lot of similar beats here. So, like, the whole pact and and throwing away the the hook at one point, it it was really, you know, I I sat there and was like, this is very much a rehash um, and, and not a sequel at all. Uh, just because, like all, all the characters they, they they're portraying are very much the same characters from the you know the the first two movies, uh, almost to a T. Uh, we have a Barry who isn't as aggressive, I guess. Um, but same kind of thing. Uh, him and the the main girl Amber they break up. So you you saw my tweet, right? <laughs> That's your tweet. Okay. So what I said was basically at some point I looked up and I'm like, did they really just recast this girl? Because the character of Amber, I don't know if they made her look any different, but I thought she was a different actress. Like halfway through the movie, I'm like, I know, I guess that's the same one still. Um, So really early on, I was just checked out playing on my phone. I was doing what you did during Karate Kid 2. 
Um, Animal Crossing, huh? What's your island look like? I don't know what you're ta- saying. Uh, this is all <laughs> words to me. <laughs> and I don't have that code that you want to share at the end. I, I don't, I still don't know code. what that is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I would have... You know what? Uh, I I would have started a whole Animal Crossing account. I don't know. Is that, is that a thing? I would I would have. You know, if I wasn't busy on Twitter uh, during the, the watching of this movie. Yes, letting all of our uh, listeners know you spoiled your response to this episode, uh, which it's not much of a spoiler, right? Like I, I think the uh, we started the, the, off saying this movie sucks. The, the shocker probably would have been like I mean you could look at the poster. As soon as I when I was putting this month together, uh, where I was like, hey, there's a uh, an actual like attempt at a reboot with new cast. I didn't know that existed. Uh, I mean, I would probably bet good money. Like, oh, that's probably not going to be very good. Like, I've never heard of this. Like, I'll be very interested when we get to our conversation on the proper sequel. I still know which we did last summer because that one was not well received. But who knows? You know, I don't, I don't know how I'll look at it. Uh, almost twenty years. You know, twenty two years after the fact. A straight-to-DVD version with actors who I don't know uh, on something that already felt kind of played out. Um, you know, I, I think this is something that the one thing we don't have on this month is an actual remake, right? Right. But this is something where you you could remake it. It's such a simple, effective, yet again, no pun, a hook of kids have a moral decision to make. They make the wrong decision. They are uh, literally uh, psychologically haunted by it, like, you know, at some point in the future. Maybe we don't have to do 4th of July next time because I, I seem to have a big hang up <laughs> with, that, with that date. I don't really like it. Um, but this one, it, I mean, it's it's all downhill from that from that prank. Like, I, I like the idea of the prank uh, because it's a slight twist on what these characters are covering up. But it's ruined for me when it's supernatural. Because right. you actually have some skin in the game where that, that father, you could see some people being fucking pissed or maybe another friend or some some other peer who figures out like, hey, this was like, this is strange. Like, what what is this? Like, um, and why are the, these other kids acting so strange about it? So guilt ridden. Like, what, what really happened there? That was a weird occurrence. Uh, and then to make it to where, I don't know, is it through their guilt? They've like conjured up this supernatural hook being to actually come and get revenge for their friend i i couldn't follow it i think you're giving the movie too much credit now you know to even how did this uh, supernatural character manifest um i don't think it's through the guilt because that just sounds like way too much effort putting into the writing you think they're all like a bunch of berries true bromance film podcast hosts Barry. <laughs> <laughs> they I have wonder, no guilt they have no if, shame or decency i wonder if barry's <laughs> gonna listen to every episode because like the first one <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Hyrule's like, hey, hey, Barry, you know, they're, uh, they're name dropping you in there. It may continue because it's a whole series. Every episode, yes. We'll have to pick a new target for True Grit. That'll be uh, <laughs> our following month. Uh, and I don't know who that'll be, but. Um, yeah, it, it comes boy. to execution. Like, there's some, like, like okay ideas here. The, the character that I actually kind of liked was Zoe. Is that the uh, aspiring singer? Yeah. But okay. the, then my biggest problem is when they're trying to get out of town, and then now she hears there's going to be some agents coming. <laughs> some, like, <laughs> local garage or wherever they are, some warehouse. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned her because oh, man. that's actually the only character I remembered. I watched this, you know, a week or two ago. I didn't remember any of the characters except for she's the only one that has a thing. 
I don't yeah. know what the other one's thing is. Like we, I kind of, I made fun of Ryan Philippi in the first episode this month. Like, oh, he's going to be the uh, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Bullshit. But they all have like a thing that it's like, okay, like it, it's may not be like totally three dimensional character, but it's something to, to hang your hat on. I don't know what, the, what are the other ones known for in this, in this little group, in this little packing order. She's the only one that has something else going on. She's the only one. I mean, because she has that, that's probably why we remember her. The only other character I remember is the um, other sheriff or deputy, you know, that again, a misdirect where we think that it might be him until he gets killed. And you're like, okay, well, shit. Well, who the hell could it be at this point? Because we've kind of crossed everybody out because they're all dying. Uh, you know, you know which cop that I'm talking about? The one that has like the uh, the hots for uh, uh, Amber here, our lead. He's got a little bit of the the Big Bang kind of like creeper vibes, where he's like, he's like the the other guy, right? Yeah, who who wasn't there but knows everything because uh, I guess one of the the previous kids actually went to him because he couldn't handle it anymore. Um, oh man, this movie. <laughs> the, uh, the the whole supernatural thing that, that that's the one where um it really upset me uh, and this could have been the remake it's like okay well let's take that idea let's do something a little bit different that makes more sense it, it being the sequel where you're just like wait a minute now we're we're really okay so now a a supernatural being is leaving notes and is also being patient waiting a year or in this case I don't I don't know if they even say like is this is this real time 2005 well according to wikipedia it says in 2005 you know they talk about the accident um so i think that was supposed to be real time so ben the fisherman the ghost of waited nine years or whatever is a uh you know to go back to another episode um with better movies that dear listeners you should download again peter Download it multiple times. Tell me, Vanilla I'll, I'll Sky now. Okay, Penelope Cruz calls the Tom Cruise character uh, in that one, where we covered that in Abre Los Ojos. A pleasure delayer. <laughs> the killer fisherman with the hook is a pleasure delayer. He gets okay. No more <laughs> gratification than fucking waiting <laughs> to right. go kill people. Uh, I, 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 you know, on that note, just realistically, I'm actually surprised that th- this is to use sports terminology a tweener in the sense of they waited just long enough to where this has to be like remake slash reboot version it's a new all new cast but you know at this point when did like like texas chainsaw massacre with jessica beale came out like a few years prior like i felt like yeah, in the mid-2000s they started yeah. digging up uh titles to relaunch and we talked a little bit in the last episode about uh, scream 4 which i think waited what like 10 years 10, 11 years between that and Scream 3. I don't remember when 3 came out. Um, it was like 2000. So I, I felt like it was like 2011 when Scream 4, you know, they tried to, to wow, bring it back. Long. Okay. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. You almost have to like give it enough breathing room where it has this like event. Like, oh, they're doing another, I don't know what you did last summer. This one is right in the middle where it's just like, eh, I don't know, man. That's that's. I don't know if that's seen as like a classic now, but it's funny because there have been attempts to relaunch. I think the last thing I read was like an Amazon series, possibly for I know what you did last summer. That I heard of. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear about the the possible third sequel you were mentioning with the um, or I, I guess the second sequel with the returning cast. But I did hear about the. Matter of fact, they even don't they have a like James Wan attached to it in in some capacity as well. 
Right. Uh, yeah. The film, like, and apparently in 2014, they uh, hired uh, Mike Flanagan to write the the script. Who uh, did uh, a film I'd like to feature on the show, Doctor Sleep. If we ever do a Shining mm. month, okay. uh, I'd love to do that. Uh, but with this film, you know, it just sits in that that sort of nowhere purgatory land where it's straight to DVD. It almost seems like if you're not putting your best foot forward, why even do it? Now you're accusing <laughs> someone. Uh, using Wikipedia on their free time of lying, saying this made twenty million dollars, <laughs> but I don't know. Like maybe that was you know back at the you know right before DVD trailed off, where you and I both working in video stores, especially in the horror genre. There's just a ton of stuff they do throw at the wall, mm-hmm. and people just give it a, a chance because there's not you know they're not putting much stock in like um, oh this ought to be good. Like most of the time they are just checking it out just to pass time or to see what a train wreck you know this sequel is you know to to yet another horror movie but uh man uh watching these in order uh and even if you're listening to them in order there's a huge drop off from this and like urban legend which is like trying to kind of do like a bigger version of i know what you did last summer and then this like my goodness like i I never thought i would get to the point where i'd be like tara reed that's a movie star yeah (laughs) this makes it feel that way uh, can I read a quote from a Go critic? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, uh, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, based on wow. six reviews here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Weinberg of DVD Talk called it a 12th generation knockoff that leeches off a flaccid little concept that was already withered and whiskered the first and second time around. That review made me feel uncomfortable. The <laughs> flaccid and withered part. And I'm like, sir, on original remake, there's none of that. Because we talk about Ryan Phillippe's ass so many times. That's right. Flaccid, it is flaccid not. here. Yeah. <laughs> no flaccidity. Flaccidity. Is that a word? I don't know. I think I might actually leave a review for original remake now. Because you've got no fl- flaccidity. <laughs> All caps. Five stars. Oh, boy. Um, yes. This movie has nothing going for it. Some good ideas, but it is the execution of it all. Um, that was the the biggest insult to me is making it supernatural. Uh, if that was the the way they were gonna go, I wish that it was a different title. You know, it's one of those things that we we often talk about. Like, well, the Karate Kid remake called the Kung Fu Kid, and then maybe people wouldn't be as mad. Uh, about Kung it. Kung Fu Dream? Is that what it was in China? It I wasn't believe the Karate that's, Kid. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned something like that. Um, not not Kid, but there's, yeah, there has been some pretty decent um, sequels where I just wish that they were titled something else to um, kind of distance themselves from the actual franchise. And well, like the, imagine know, the, the hate that something like Disturbia would get if it was just called Rear Window. Yeah, exactly. Like the teen Rear Window. But instead, where it's Disturbia, and you're like, oh, it's cool. It's like, you know, tipping the cap. It's kind of like it's, it's respect like rear, rear window. to yeah. where it came from. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's it's It gives the film its own, like, sort of its own leeway, the benefit of the doubt from the audience, where it's like, yes. cool. It's like, you know, and I feel like that's something like Urban Legend. That's, you know, that's more, if you like, I know what you did last summer, it's, I mean, for many reasons, it's far more likely that you're, you would write back in our video store days, I would say, hey, check this out next. I would never say check out, I'll always know what you did last summer. Like, right. if you like it, know what you did. Exactly. You know, um, I think a lot of stores also had their like personal uh, employee recommendations and things like that. You know, if, if I wanted to do one where, 
I was like, well, check out these movies because they're like another. I'm not going to put I'll know what you did last summer. I'll put like, yeah, Urban Legends. It's kind of like I know what you did last summer. Let's uh, what was one that you recommended quite a bit? Can you remember one off the top of your head? You were like you really pushed on people like if they said, hey, what's something good? Check out uh, the Frighteners. You know, that oh, was that was a, yeah, that yeah. was on my list. Um, I mean, this one, I think will probably would have been on a lot of people's list. But um, Shawshank Redemption uh, was also on there. Uh, a Time to Kill was also on there. Uh, two that come to mind for me, uh, A Simple Plan, which, you know. Uh, is that the one with Billy Bob? It's got Billy, my favorite Billy Bob uh, performance. Uh, but, you know, what I was going with as far as my own uh, personal taste, obviously, uh, is the other lead actor, Bill Paxton. Uh, uh, I, I love Bill Paxton. Yes. Uh, and uh, Arlington Road with uh, Jeff Bridges and... Tim Robbins. I want to watch that again. I, I've seen it the one time. I remember the big reveal and, and, and all of that. I think, you know, the reasoning on those two were like, these have names that people could recognize. So it's not like I was just giving them something. Like if I was giving them, like, even if I'll always know it was great. If people didn't know it was, they would look at the box and be like, I don't recognize any of these faces. Like, I don't know right. what this is. And so at least with those movies and the movies you're referencing, like the Frighteners, like, I feel like they were all like probably underseen theatrically. But it's like, hey, give, give this yeah. one a chance. Yeah. Right. And, and um and that wasn't my thing. That's not exactly what I was going with, but those were some of the movies I threw up there as well. Obviously, uh, many people have seen Shawshank Redemption and A Time to Kill. Uh, Although Fright- initially Shawshank was a huge bomb though. So I mean, it, you know, it didn't do well theatrically, but you know, okay. now it's seen as like a a classic. Right. Uh and I think uh, one of the other ones was Primal Fear, which is surprised me why I have not yet done that. Primal Fear and Arlington Road very uh, similar in that they have uh, twists. twists. Yep. Yeah. So, and that was another thing I had to tell people. Like with Arlington Road, I'm like, don't, don't read the back of the box. Just here. I was like, just <laughs> trust me on this. Just, just right. watch it and um, don't read the back of the box. Just like uh, Planet of the Apes, you know, because you'll see the, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> yeah. reveal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is uh, a pretty good clue, I think, for any movie podcast, but especially one that I'm on. Uh, me and Peter. Are now talking about other movies. That's right. a pretty clear sign. <laughs> movies that have nothing to do with this. I mean, I don't think we're so far off the rails. Uh, we didn't even give this one the courtesy of getting too perverse about the men or women in the film because we just don't. We can't be bothered. Like there's just, there's nothing, nothing to really do with this. And I do wonder if the supernatural thing was something late in the game where they felt like. You know, the, uh, for budgetary reasons or whatever, the fact that these are not like up and coming recognizable faces, at least at that point, um, they just felt like they needed something, something big to set themselves apart from the franchise. But I, I feel like if you were a fan of the first two, uh, it feels like a pretty big slap in the face. Like, I, I mean, you, I know you just like you have fans that dislike the Karate Kid 2010 version, but I don't feel like there's anything in that that is as insulting as having this killer be like this goblin ghoul that comes back to like stalk these random kids in Colorado. The only thing I like about it, and I'm going to use that term uh, uh, lightly, you're, liking. You were grimacing as you yeah, said that. Yeah, it that hurt, um, you know, putting <laughs> that out there. Uh, it, it, it explains how he is able to appear at certain places at different times, but it still makes no sense why there's like lulls in between kills, a year anniversary to even start it. Okay, well, all right, well, I get it. July 4th is his thing. That makes sense, but it's 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 weak. I would personally just take uh, Rebecca Gayhart appearing 
wherever. The and ghost of Rebecca Gerhardt. I will as take as close it. as she yeah. wants to get to me. That's maybe, fine. Maybe that that's what that uh, was. It, was it the uh, final cut? Maybe, I, I think. Was that this? Which sequel was that one? There was a third. That's the second one. No, the third uh, one was Bloody Mary. Maybe that's who that is. <laughs> Maybe it's her ghost. So I don't you know. said you saw the sequel, but there's no Rebecca Gayhart uh, appearance again. Is that what you're telling me? I'm pretty sure, because I, I don't remember who the killer was in that one. Uh, all right, um, no need I, for it. I almost want to say there there might be like a you know like a two, two killers like Scream Two or I guess Scream One. I feel two killers, but not Rebecca Gayhart. Definitely not. Worthless to me. Eva Mendes is in there. Do you like Eva Mendes? Uh, I tend to like her more in comedies. I do too. Which maybe maybe Hitch. that I don't know if it's so over the top. Love maybe her in Hitch. comedy. She's pretty good. Uh, she's really good, and and that. Uh, what uh, we were talking about other movies. So should we just wrap this up and say we're going to talk about something else next week and probably not reference this one again? Yeah, we're going to go back and um, talk about our love of Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, in the sequel. I still in know tanning beds. No. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to that. Uh, I, I will say this. Um, it's funny that we're – was there a a conscious decision into doing this franchise around now? Because isn't there like one of the anniversaries? I mean it's not July 4th. No, because the first, the first movie came out a few weeks before Halloween and then I still know came out I think a couple weeks before Thanksgiving or the week before Thanksgiving. So there really is no rhyme or reason okay. – uh, the uh, I think we just wanted to do something about the end of summer because okay. it uh, is coming up. Sense. And uh, the, um, the the reason I bring it up because I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but there is a meme poster going around. Uh, I know. Wait, I know you didn't do shit last summer, and oh, they took the, the the first. You did see it. I've not seen it. Oh, but okay. I, so they took the first poster and put masks on everybody, the COVID masks. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I know you didn't do shit last summer. So yeah, I was really just like, depressing. yeah, <laughs> it, it is. So from the future, 2021, apparently, but I was just like, oh, is there a, I, I thought there was a reason for that all of a sudden starting to pop up, but maybe somebody just got the idea like, man, last summer we didn't do shit because of the COVID. And I was just like, oh, that's fine because we were covering that franchise right now. Yeah, we weren't trying to be uh, smart asses about it. We were just trying to stay seasonal, I guess. Uh, and there's not a, not a ton of uh, scary movies that uh, focus so exclusively on uh, 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 summer holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't. I'm like it's it's strange the whole Fourth of July thing. Like I never thought of these as Fourth of July movies, but I guess that's because I'm not on the uh, I know what you did last summer fan groups. That would mm. uh, that would make me aware of it. Uh, so we're we're moving on to I still know uh, what you did last summer and like a lot of I guess TV series or movies that jump the shark. What does the sequel do? Uh, they go on vacation. We're gonna go somewhere else. So uh, the Bahamas next week with me and Peter and uh, our respective man butts. How about that? I like it. <laughs>